Hey guys, welcome back to the Week in Review. It is early, early, early Monday morning for me. The sun has just uh, started to wake up or rise up. I don't know. It's a sunrise. There we go. Early Monday morning. You can tell I'm still uh, sipping my, uh, and I think I'm on my second cup of coffee now, so I'm just trying to get up and get ready for my week. I hope you are too. And I just want to take a few minutes to get us ready for us small groups. But before we jump into the intersect, a couple things that we need to chat about um, before we get into this kind of weekly business for us as small group leaders. The first of which is I want to give you guys a heads up that this coming weekend is a special weekend for us. It's a here, there, and everywhere weekend for us. We've been telling you about it in our services on the weekends. We've been talking about it on social media and whatnot, but just wanted to remind you in hopes that you would remind your uh, small groups this week that they want to be here. I want to make sure that they're uh, here at church this weekend and hearing uh, what God has for us coming in the future for our church as far as how God is calling us to get out there and go. And so uh, we want to be here for that sponsorship weekend, talking about how we can really help out and serve not just the people that are close to us, but the people who are in desperate need, literally the least of these around the world. So come out for that this weekend. Make sure you remind our group. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be kind of a unique message for us. We'll be stepping out of our Joshua series, our fearless series, uh, for just a, for one week before we jump back into it after that. But also being with that being said, we are now into November, which is just scary, by the way. I mean, where did 2018 go? Uh, we're, we're in November and, uh, we're not just a little bit in November. Now we're starting to cruise into November and with this week, this is our second to last week of our fall quarter, a crazy town. Um, really next week, uh, though is going to be the last week of our fall quarter because the week after that's Thanksgiving week already. I mean, we're just a couple weeks away from gobble gobble. So, uh, we really want you to talk to your small group about that. And the group needs to be prepared. Lots of times our group will finish off the quarters with a potluck, with a celebration night, and we recommend that. And so uh, knowing that we have the sponsorship weekend coming up this weekend, we planned it on this date for a reason, uh, knowing that there'd be lots to talk about, lots to celebrate, but also a good time for you to have a potluck as a small group. And so uh, this this coming week, this week, you guys should be planning for that. Who's going to bring what? What do you guys want to do to how to finish off your week or some, or rather your quarter as a small group, but also with the end of the quarter, we need to kind of remind our group that the, the winter season is we take it off intentionally to give us time for all our busyness in our calendars with our families and everything else that comes up for Christmas. Uh, but we love them. We care for them. and We want them to come back into groups. So if your people are already in your small group, no need to fear. They are in your group for the whole year. They don't have to re-sign up. But if you are in a small group that hey, maybe has a little bit of room, some people that you know, you have some space for some new people. We want to know that because we have some new people joining in in January, you know, because right now after next week, we'll have a, a whole winter break coming up and we don't come back to small groups until the week of January 14th. The week of January 14th is our first week back in small groups. So let us know if you have space inside your group. We'd love to plug some more people in and, and see them uh, kind of learn how to discover and follow Jesus alongside of you. Uh, well, also with the winter break coming up, one thing I want to remind you of thing that we do every single year is every year we do our kind of our mid-year check-ins and our coaching team, which is myself, Beth, uh, Brandy, and Bob, uh, we were going to be getting contact with you and we want to schedule a time where we get together with you and your host you know, or you and your co-leaders and get the whole group together 
and just talk about how things are going, check in with you personally, see how you guys are going. We don't uh, often get a chance to maybe hang out with all of you and we want to do that, but also just check in with your group and see if there's anything that we need to do, some mid-course corrections from our end or from your end, maybe to help uh, make sure that the winter and spring quarters uh, are just as successful as they possibly, possibly can be. So those things are what we have coming up. With all that being said, let's quickly jump into the intersect and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this could be a fun one, guys. I mean, we waited till week eight or nine or whatever. I think it's nine uh, to do it. So yay for us. But uh, yeah, warning right here at the front of our intersect time. Um, this could be this could be an interesting week. I mean, anytime you talk politics, <laughs> it could get fun. Anytime you bring up maybe these um, these strongly held opinions, it could be fun. So I just think that we need to start out a group, especially. I know some of us have groups that have some very, um, let me just say, uh, passionate people in them. We need to start off our groups with a warning. Just hey guys, we want to play. We want to play nice here, and this is a place where this is a safe place where we can love each other, where we can show each other God's grace and mercy. And so we need to do that. And if there's any one person that maybe is getting so passionate about their strongly held opinion, um, you just say you might need to have a an established plan. We're saying, guys, if this gets too much, we're just going to slow this down, pray or whatnot. Um, you know, the way that we structured the questions this week, we're not going to be debating <laughs> our hardly, our strongly held opinions, but some might want to. And if that happens, just shut them down. We don't need to be debating that. You know, so I'd be careful. I'd be really careful in that first question, you know, when it says looking back into this week's teaching. <clears throat> I know for some of us, some of our friends, there will be some things that are just like they just disagree with because they believe that their strongly held opinion is the only way, is the only opinion, is the right one, and anyone who else holds the other opinion is just foolish or wrong or whatnot. So that could bring up some stuff there. So as you're looking back into the weekend's message, just make sure you have a warning before you start discussing and everybody plays nice and plays fair. So uh, going into the second one, I think this could be a really interesting question. So what are those times where you have had a strongly held opinion that you've had to kind of shift or change. What's interesting is Steve was talking about this weekend. uh, What I've kind of noticed in my life is the older I get, the less sure of things I am, you know, the less like just tightly wound I am about certain things. When uh, I was a little younger, you know, going through Bible college or certain things. I remember in my Bible college classes, in my Bible school, in my Bible classes, rather I can talk. Uh, where I would just debate with people in my classes about it. I'm like, why was that's so foolish now? You know, they're they're entitled to their opinion. Those things are completely open-handed, undefined, and yet I was calling them as they were defined, this foolishness on my behalf. And I believe many of us have done that in the past. So this would be a great question, a great question maybe to, after you come off a little bit of heated discussion <laughs> about what they didn't like or what stuck out to them in the message, to this, maybe with some of those times where they had to, Maybe change your mind. But a good follow-up question to this would be, if they have changed their mind on something that was strongly held, what caused them to change that? Was it a single conversation? Was it a, a book? Was it a maybe a series of conversations? Was it a relationship with a, with a, with a person? Uh, was it maybe some education, school? What was, the, what was the, the thing that changed their mind on a certain thing? And just knowing when we talk about this, Again, this is going to be talking about politics. This is going to be talking about religion. This is going to be talking about 
you know, their views of people or their preferences. So this, these are going to be some, some touchy subjects to talk about. Uh, then going into the verses, and, and for some of you, you might just want to get to the verses quick. That's okay, too. Some of you might want to read the verses because they teach us how to deal with this before you ask those two questions. That's okay, too. Um, it could be good for you either way. Uh, lots for us to look at here. I think that these are some meaty verses, too. So make sure you spend some time here. I think the the first passage there, Steve wrote down 1 Timothy 2. But if you go to 1 Timothy 2, you notice that there's no verse 23 or 25 because it's actually supposed to be 2 Timothy. So 2 Timothy 2, 23 to 25 and I think this is just a fantastic question. Um, I think that uh, you you could ask a follow up question to the second question. I guess in the intersect is after you read this passage, you can just say, "What kind of foolish fights or foolish arguments have you got yourself into?" I mean, I think there's a lot of times where we have made fools of ourselves because we chose to fight over a foolish thing. And so, what, maybe asking people to share some of that. And then I, maybe another thing you can ask is, "What would?" gentle instruction look like in our day and age? You know, the, the word tells us, as Paul's telling Timothy there, gently instruct them that they might come to know. What would that look like? Because I, I truly believe that the, the gentle instruction is shifting over time. You know, we've, we've talked about messages in the past about grace and truth, that we're supposed to hold everything with grace and with truth. So how do we deliver truth and grace in our day and age? Second passage there is Galatians 6. Steve just mentioned six one, but I would think you should expand that to six one through three. I think it gives you a more complete picture there, and some great things to kind of focus in on there is: is what does it look like for us to walk alongside somebody nowadays? What does it look like to carry somebody else's burdens? How can we practically do that in in a polarized society? Because we really are a polarized society on so many different things right now. How can we walk with somebody on the opposite side of the aisle from us and, and help carry their burdens? And then a follow-up question to that is, is that inside this, Paul also mentions that do this as long as you don't fall, fall yourself, as long as you don't get caught in a trap. So maybe a good follow-up question to this passage could be is, is, what are some areas in your life right now where it's not safe for you to help carry a burden? Or, or how, um, what are some areas in your life where you have to be careful of that you have to be, you know, maybe keep some distance between you, yourself and it? in, in uh, the fear of maybe you falling and stumbling there. Because there's, for some of us, the freedom looks different for everyone. For some of us, the freedom that we have from certain things means that we have to protect ourselves from it. And so there will be certain subjects, certain people, certain situations because of our past that are just not safe for us to go to, go into, because we might stumble, we might fall. That can be a good question to follow up with there. And then lastly, that first Peter passage. And again, I'm going to want to expand it there. So I want to say, grab that whole paragraph there. So it's the um, first Peter three, I would go 13 through 17. And um, in, in a great way, just to kind of maybe bring that out there. And another, another question you could follow up with this one is, is what would it look like for you to have a clear conscience in all your relationships? Because I know for me, there's been certain relationships uh, because of my past and construction, because of my language, because of the, the subject matter of my discussions around certain people that I didn't have a clear conscience, that I wasn't able to share the gospel with because I was shamed, ashamed of how I interacted around them, of the of the type of conversations I got into with them that all of a sudden turn and say that Jesus loved them, that Jesus had a plan for them, that Jesus had a path for them. It just, I, I, I was, my conscience wasn't clear. And so my witness was damaged. And so what would it look like for us to have a clear conscience as we kind of went through? 
our daily lives. And then lastly, this application question is a, is a pretty wide open question for you. But what we want you to do is we want you to, even though the question is wide, we want our people to be specific. And so what is the one thing that maybe they can walk away with this weekend that maybe they can hold on to as they <clears throat> continue to interact with others around them? And then maybe even ask, what's that one area? You know, is it people? Is it preferences? Is it religion? Is it, is it um, politics? Uh, where, where's that one area in their life where they need the most prayer for? And then make that the prayer focus for the night as we pray over how they interact with people in their spheres of influence in that subject. We are coming to the end, guys. We are almost there. Uh, small groups are just uh, moments from being on break. Thank you so much. Uh, be looking to hear from your coaches about your meetups. Uh, prepare your group for the for the winter break. And we hope you guys are enjoying this fall, fall weather of 90, 90 degrees. Oh, goodness gracious. Love you guys. Take care. Talk to you soon.